I really do wonder what band I could do that for. It's not Fallout Boy, but no, I couldn't do it. For yeah, Fallout I don't think Boy I could either. do it for Fallout Boy. I could maybe do it for Glassjaw, but Glassjaw does not have that many songs. Yeah, uh, for for our listeners who are just joining us at the very beginning of this episode, uh, <laughs> we are talking if about if you just pressed play, if you just <laughs> if you just hopped in. Um, I was talking about how I was just doing the uh, everything everything hurdle, which if you don't know what that is, it's a um, you probably don't. It's a, um, it's like a wordle, but instead of guessing a word, you have to guess a song in a certain amount of time. So the first, uh, like if you guess it, uh, first try, you get like the very first second of the song. And then I think it's like two seconds, then goes up to five. Carson's hitting his balls with a highlighter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was giving me a particular, uh, pleasure Ple- uh. <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't really tell it was bothering me though yeah but <laughs> um stop sorry continue it's okay <laughs> but um i was just telling carson how i've only i've only not gotten uh the the hurdle in one second like a handful of times so like every day i'll load it up and i'll press play the very first yeah. second of a song hit and i know it Everything, everything is a band for those who don't know. Yes, they're um, a, a best very band, good band ever made. Um, oops, that just fucking splashed. Oh shit! Um, but uh, we were just talking about what other bands we could do that for. Um, yeah, I think I could do it for the 1975. Jesus, really? Yes. There's no way. There's no way I could get that. I have. There was a period of my life where I would just press play on their entire discography right? and you, listen to yeah. it front to back. You said this recently, and I feel like... Well, I did that with notes, but I also did it with their entire discography. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I could do it with... Ugh. I could do it with Bring Me the Horizon, mm-hmm. but <laughs> only like post-Sempaternal. Ah, uh, yeah. So I couldn't do it with them. Radiohead has eight albums. Fall Out Boy has eight albums. Mm-hmm. But I feel more confident that I could do it with Radiohead than I could do it with Fall Out Boy. I couldn't do it with Radiohead. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think I could do it with Fall Out Boy. Yeah? I think I could do a Fall Out, Fall Out Boy hurdle. I think... Um, Somebody link me, and I will I will play. There might be one. Like There, there has to be one. There has yeah. to be. If there's, there's one for everything, everything, there's one there's for There's got to be. <laughs> I think um like qualifying success at a hurdle is that if you I think if you get like if you get it in first second at least 75% of the time. Yeah, sure. With everything everything I get it like 95% of the time. Right. Um, but that's cuz they're your favorite band. Yeah. And 1975 I would uh, I would wager is probably a similar mm. percentage for me. <laughs> um I could probably do Joji. I think I'd get more than 75%. Ooh. Um Sleeper, I think I could do it with Coldplay. Really? Being that Coldplay was my was like one of my favorite bands up until Milo Zilotto. Mm-hmm. How do you is that Milo Zilotto? I think Milo Zilotto. Up until Milo Zilotto came out, I would have called Coldplay like in my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't love that record, mm-hmm. but I like Ghost Stories and Head Full of Dreams. Mm-hmm. The only problems I would foresee having is like the two newest ones. Yeah, which I actually know one of them pretty well. But which one? 
Uh, everyday life. Everyday life. Yeah. I know that one pretty well. I was gonna say because the other one is dog ass Duke. You don't like music of the spheres? No. <laughs> I think there's two like very very good songs. I think Coloratura is really good. I think Coloratura is really good, and I think People and of the Pride is really good. People of the Pride is really funny. <laughs> oh, stop. It's so funny. You're on me. hater mode. <laughs> a little bit. I like that a song. A little bit. I think that song's pretty good. I think I could do it with Coldplay. I could definitely do it with Manchester Orchestra. Mm-hmm. I Manchester. could definitely do it with Brand New. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it with um, Bummer Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. I don't think I could do it with Dow Boys. <laughs> like, I, I think... I think I from Animal Tetris comes on, and you're like, "Did we make that?" (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, anything from Animal Tetris or Dixie, I haven't heard in so long. Yeah. So you'd play me the first couple of seconds, and I'd be like, "Well, I know which record it's from, but I don't know which song it is." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's like, there's probably a whole four songs on Animal Tetris that I don't know how they start or end. (laughs) How many songs are on Animal Tetris? Seven. There's seven oh, okay. on both first two EPs because we thought it would be cheeky to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we were like, oh, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> we released them both in 2017 and Wahoo. they're both... 14 yeah. songs in 2017. It is ridiculous that we released two EPs in one year. That is a little nut. I mean, no one cared. It's but, nuts like, balls. It's nuts balls. Yeah. It's nuts balls. And dick. Two EPs in one year single the next year an album the year after that crazy we powered through it man yeah it doesn't matter how bad your shit is you will eventually make something good (laughs) keep at it folks if your shit starts out as ass yeah it won't be ass i feel like i could get the die on mars uh maybe not though i couldn't be honest (laughs) oh for real yeah no i don't think i could i don't know that record that well i could do it with celebrity therapist yeah, I could uh, do it with I could do it with the new EP and Celebrity Therapist real mm-hmm. easy, but like Diamars, like I, I feel like I'd get two in my head. Yeah, I'd be like, I know what that is, but like, is it maybe this one? What if it's not the one that I'm thinking of? First four songs, because I think I think the first four songs on Diamars, like, is a a, a fantastic four song run. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very proud of that four song run. Yeah. After that. Good luck to me, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, dude? Who knows? But uh, comment below in the comment section of the- <laughs> Of Spotify, <laughs> of yeah. Of Spotify. Uh, Pull what, the comment section on Spotify. What bands do you think you could do a hurdle for? Uh, or just tweet at us, at the dreaded wheel. I would like to hear, um, and also if you find a Fallout Boy hurdle, send it to us. Um, but- uh. Speaking of Fallout Boy, welcome back to the Fallout Boy podcast, the only one. What's up? Um, this ain't a scene; it's a podcast. There's like two more. There's two <laughs> other ones. I think we've I think we've almost collaborated with one of them. Yeah, uh, I was just I was just oh, Josh. Okay. Oh, you're goofing. Yeah, I'm I'm goofing. You're Josh joshing around. The only podcast that matters. Yeah. Um, we're like uh, the Clash, but for Fallout Boy podcast. Oh yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm one of your hosts, Dawson. Um, you'll never believe what pronouns I have. They are he, him. <laughs> I'm your other host, Carson. I also have him. Don't ask me about my pronouns. You can call me him. Mm. 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 You know, something very 
very silly happened today. What's that? Um, I I told you about it already, but I'm talking oh, about yeah, it on the yeah. podcast. No, um, I was gonna bring it up. Yeah, I was like the next thing I was going to bring up. So go ahead. Well, um, today has been. This is uh, January thirteenth today, um, the two yes. year anniversary of Bummer Hill's first show. Um, my friend fact, Molly Heiser's birthday. Wow. Um, and uh, today I woke up to uh, people and I'm a I'm a moderator for the. Uh, Anthony Fantano Patreon Discord, and this will become very important information very shortly. Yeah, but um, I got I woke up to people tagging me in that server, um, that Fantano had quote tweeted one of my tweets on my personal account, and I was like, huh, <laughs> and it turned out the tweet was um me tweeting about how I banned the fuck boom the creator of Skibidi Toilet. <laughs> From the Fantano Patreon Discord server for, for saying, saying the, the N word. <laughs> and Fantano quote tweeted it and was like, not a sentence I expected to read today. And then he actually replied to that tweet as well, saying, thanks for helping keep the Discord clean, and then followed my personal account. And I was like, huh. Kind of crazy. That's crazy. So I, I, I messaged my, I sent a message in my band group chat, and I'm like, hey guys. You're never going to believe this. <laughs> I just so got the awesome. Anthony Fantano follow back. And they're like, holy shit, dude. How the fuck do we leak him the record? <laughs> right, yeah. And, um, and I was so caught up on, on that and like figuring that out. I didn't check the Bummer Hill account. And he followed he that fummered, too. <laughs> he fummered Bummer Hill. He followed the Bummer Hill account too. And I have a, a voice message I sent. In, in one of my Discord servers from when I found out this information, and I think it's really funny, and I'm going to play it right now. <laughs> so that was my reaction. <laughs> that was my reaction God, when so that awesome. happened. That's um, so sick. Crazy, uh, crazy day. Um, yeah. The fact that he might be aware of our album dropping is really crazy. I told you you'd be back up. We're so back up. Yeah, I told you you'd be back up. I told you you would be back up. And we are back up. We are so back up. And <laughs> big time. One of my um one of my friends uh Jane, shout out Jane, DM'd me um and was like, "What if Fantano reviewed Bummer Hill and the chain of actions that set that in motion is the fuck boom saying the N-word?" <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> that would be really fucking funny um but uh this episode won't come out for another couple weeks or something yeah um because we're backlogging today i think we're recording three episodes because yeah because i go to europe tomorrow tomorrow and um our plan for that i guess um is a normal episode and we're also i think we're gonna leak a patreon episode and we we're thinking about pulling together like a, a best bits episode, depending yeah. on the release order. One of those might be out already. Um, sure. Don't know, but yeah, uh, I hope we don't have to unlock two Patreons, but I don't think we will. I, I think we'll, I think we can get it yeah. done tonight. Yeah, I think we can do it. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Um, wacky day for, for Dawson bummer. Hill. Wacky day for <laughs> Dawson Beck. Yeah, no, I'm happy for you, man. It's Thanks, awesome. Man. It's a big deal. It is a big Getting deal. Getting the Fantana follow is huge. <laughs> it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, 
what what's up with you? <laughs> uh I bought uh a suitcase today. Which mm. I've never I have never gone suitcase shopping before. Mm. I had no idea those fuckers expensive. Yeah. Um I got a I got a cool green suitcase. Mm. Um pretty what kind happy of green? about it. Packed all my stuff into my suitcase. Was able to pack eleven shirts into it. Holy Pretty shit. Pretty good. Uh sweatshirt, two pairs of pants. Um, you know, just I I mostly packed and cleaned today. I was also thinking about uh, bringing this up on the podcast because uh, I'm getting very uh, uh, p- pissed off is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Um, frustrated. Peeved. Peeved by people constantly. Uh, everyone everyone learned a new term recently, mm-hmm. which the, the new term is recency bias. Mm. Everyone learned this, this new term, recency bias. Mm-hmm. I guess like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and I feel like there's some overuse of the phrase recency bias going on. Oh, there always is whenever like the internet learns a new term. Like it happen- it- the same thing happened with the term industry plant. Yeah, industry plant. Um, yeah. Uh, recency bias, definitely. Um, and I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Definitely. Like I'm I'm not at all saying that recency bias isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm not gaslighting you. I'm not. I'm not doing it. If that's um, even a real thing. If, yeah. Psh. You um, might have made that up. You're just crazy. <laughs> uh Yeah, um I I'm not saying it's not a thing. I do think that initial reactions to things are important mm-hmm. for example my initial reaction uh, this isn't true because i it's i there's christopher nolan movies that i like more but mm-hmm. for example let's say uh a week after you see oppenheimer or or you see oppenheimer a second time and you're like i think that might be christopher nolan's best movie mm-hmm. i think that is an important initial reaction that you don't get to write off with the phrase recency bias. I think the term, I I think that term is most effectively applied when, um, in scenarios like that, I guess, because, um, typically the way I think about recency bias is if somebody, um, like listens to a new album by an artist and then they're like, this is now their best thing. Yeah, sure. like frame one after immediately listening mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, like, um, and and that can stick around for a minute. Um, if you genuinely think that, then like, it time more will, power to you. Time yeah. will tell. Um, really is is uh is what genu- generally happens if if it was recency bias, then it like grows off of you, and you're like, eh, I don't know if it is the best thing anymore. But um, recency bias is not really something that you can, like, I don't know. I, I uh, it's it's not something that sticks around. I guess. Um, sure. Yeah. Like it's it's a thing in like, um, psychological studies too. Like that's like an actual. <laughs> sure. Sure. Term. But I feel like there's some overuse. 
of it. In what context? Like what? What have no, you? No, I just it? saw a bunch of people talking about like, like discoursing about like album rankings and stuff, mm-hmm. and like someone put, like, I believe it was an Acacia Strain record, mm-hmm. like pretty high above like some older ones, mm-hmm. and another person replied and was like, was like, well, that's all recency bias. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like, if you're if you're using that to that disagree. record is months old. <laughs> Like, like, I don't think you get to call recency bias on, like, something that's been out for months and, like, people have had months to sit with it and compare it to the rest of the discography. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you Uh, just disagree with that opinion. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's just an opinion that you don't agree with. Yeah. I hate to say it. And that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to assign a, uh, a, a term to it. You can just not agree. Yeah, no. I feel like a lot of people um on online uh kind of struggle with, I guess, is like um coming to terms with the fact that they just disagree with something or don't sure, like something. Sure. There has to be like a reason for it. Right. And there doesn't. Yeah, no. There absolutely does not. No. Mm-hmm. I was I was looking behind me to see if I if I fell if I would kill my guitar, but it's No, right it's, there. it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. I don't know. I, I, there's a, there's another podcast. I'm not going to say who, but there's another podcast that like pretty much any time there's like two people that disagree on it. One of them calls recency bias on the other. (laughs) And I had to like turn it off because I was like, I can't like, I can't do this. Like I can't listen to one guy say, I really like this album. And then I, and I think it's better than X or whatever. And then the other guy is like. Recency bias. Recency bias. Like, hey, you only like off, that because it's newer, which does happen. But it, it does happen. You can't whip that out at every disagreement. No, no, it does happen. I mean, it's very similar to the industry plant thing, where it's like, yeah, Billie Eilish was being called an industry plant for like, you know, that whole album rollout mm-hmm. of her first album. I forgot the second one even came out. Dog, it's a it's a good record too. It made a splash. I mean, made a splash. It yeah. did make a splash. Her, Happier her profile, than ever. Yeah, yeah. That, like she did a James good. Bond theme song. That's true. Like yeah, she's yeah. on top of the world still. Well, she just did Barbie. Mm-hmm. She yeah, just did Barbie fine. too, so she's fine. She's fine. Um, but that's the thing with industry plants is if like it is a, it's not an invalid criticism, but it's also not something that makes their music invalid. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, the same thing could be said for, like, Nepo Baby. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, you're calling this person a Nepo Baby. Like, is their art good? Yeah. Is their work good? Do they rock? Yeah. Like, Jack Quaid is a Nepo Baby, and I don't give a shit because he's a, an amazing actor. Yeah, he's an amazing actor. He's very tall. Mm-hmm. I very, think. very tall. Um, I think he's, he is definitely over six feet. For uh, sure. Very tall man. For sure. Um, Francesca Scorsese, Nepo baby. Mm. Um, she but is. But we all love her. But we all love. But we love her. She's going yeah, into yeah. film, and she like she's aware of that. That she is like she's fucking Martin Scorsese's daughter or whatever. Like right, yeah. Uh, it's and I, I, she said recently, she's like, I'm just trying to be the best Nepo baby I can be, and that's a good attitude to have about it. I yeah, guess. no, for sure. Like, cause if you like deny it or whatever, that's where it gets a little cringe. Sure. Like you got to acknowledge that if you are a Nepo baby or industry plant or whatever, like, yeah, you 
did have a head start, even if it was just in connections or like somebody like you knew somebody in the industry or like your parents or somebody in the industry and they got you hooked up with a producer or whatever and like a label like you that's a head start Um, yeah yeah what ultimately matters if your art is good um and that's why shitty industry plants don't stick around because if their art sucks and nobody likes it you can't you can't force that who's your favorite industry plant um that's a good question um i don't like I don't really like keep track of who is an industry plant and who isn't. Um, I'll give mine. Who's who's that? Tove Lowe, probably. Yeah, I didn't know she was. I mean, like, I don't know that she is either. Really, I just, I just remember. <laughs> you like, just feel like she. Is. Just feel like she is. Yeah. There's a lot of failed ones that like seem to have like fizzled out a little bit. There was mm-hmm. that guy, um, the. Uh, hands on my body I don't want to waste your time I don't know this one It was a big uh, It was a big like TikTok song Like people made videos about it And mm-hmm. shit That guy Yeah I remember he did a tour Where he was playing Madison Square Garden And I was like There's no way that guy's big enough To play Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. And he wasn't <laughs> Well <laughs> It didn't. It didn't look too populated. I'll say that. Well, I could be wrong though. That guy could be fucking. I don't know. Writing songs for Olivia Rodrigo for all. I for all I know. Another industry plant, kind of. Kind of. I mean, Disney. Star, yeah. Disney star. Disney star co-opted into a music career. Child star co-opted into Disney star co-opted into music career. And I like I like Olivia's stuff. I think um I thought Guts was better than sour i didn't listen to it i don't think i can be a near 30 year old man listening to olivia rodrigo i just don't think that's (laughs) i just don't think i want that on my conscience you know that is fair Um, i i saw the video of her like screaming it was a funny video i i was um i fuck with it i was i was pretty impressed yeah Yeah, she fucking went for it she went for it it sounds uh not awesome but like in like a screamo way, you know. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes screamo vocals are really bad. Yeah, you know. A lot of the times. Yeah. Most. I mean. I'm not really super into screamo. Um, yeah, sure. Despite my manager being in a screamo band. Is your manager in a scream? Jack Morris. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not huge on. I mean, like, there's some screamo that I fuck with. Ostraka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jerome's Dream a lot, but Jerome's Dream is like screamo with breakdowns. Yeah, which like, you know, you know the way to my heart. Put a breakdown Playing in a there. Fucking breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Put a goddamn breakdown in there. Speaking of breakdowns, oh, I'm gonna we're talking about dead on arrival. I broke down and was dead on arrival when I arrived to Carson's today. Anyway, that's the song. <laughs> That's the song we're listening to. Um, yes, it is. Here's a snippet of it. And it's over. Look at that. Look at that. Can Look you believe that. that? Can you believe that? You see these new metal-ass pants I got today? Those are some new metal-ass pants. They got so many zippers on them, dude. You can oh, store oh. so many things in there. I know. I'm going to put snacks in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think. 
Yeah, I, there's zippers to make them tighter at the legs too. Is that oh crazy? yeah, that I've had I've had pants like that, dude. It's awesome. I've I'd never made them tighter once in my life. Oh, for real? But I made these tighter, and because uh, I think they might be a little big on me. But holy shit, Eminem is back in the Fortnite item shop. Yo. Daredevil, Ghost Rider. What the hell? Holy shit, Silver Surfer. <laughs> I have an app on my phone that tells me what's in the. We gotta talk about shop. Fallout Boy, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just I was just checking the item shop, and it's actually not that bad this time. I'll start playing Fortnite with you. It's fun. Is it cross-platform? Yeah, it's very cross-platform. Fuck yeah! I'll start playing Fortnite. With I'm goaded with the sauce at. I'll let you know right now. I'm pretty bad. Are you playing no build mode? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, then I I might actually stand a chance then. Yeah, I'm. I don't like build mode. Yeah, build mode is is for losers. They're for people who put more time into learning how to build things than I do, and I am too stupid for that. Right? Yeah. So really, it seems I, like a whole other gameplay mechanic that like you have to learn and it is get good at. Um, I I don't like playing build mode because uh the people who play that are smarter than me. Yeah. So yeah. I stick to no build. We'll get a number one victory royale. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite, we're about to get down. Hit them. Okay, all right. Um, Dead on Arrival. This is a good fucking song. This is a really good song. This is a good goddamn for track. All my, for all my love of uh, of later Fallout Boy, of of your your infinity on high, your fully I do, you're so much for Stardust. Mm-hmm. Um. There's not a lot going on on this record other than guitars, drums, and vocals. But goddamn. They do so much with it. They do so they much do with it. They do just so very much with it. I think it's uh I think it's cool that we get this right after uh Evening Out song. Sure. Because the difference between these two projects is night. Nice, right? <laughs> yeah, it's is really this the crazy. First, is this the first Take This to Your Grave song we've gotten? I think it might be. No. What was the other one? Chicago is so two years ago, I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, it's been a minute since we've gotten one of these Johns. But uh, going to uh, take this to your grave song after an evening out song, it just shows you like this is, they got the sauce now. They, yeah. This is where they got for it. For sure. For sure. Like th- this is the, the record that, you listen to it and you're like, yeah, this is going to be the biggest band in the world. For sure. Yeah, no. And I think that this song in particular is like a great example of like how good they are at their craft. Yeah. Like this, like the drums change a lot in mm-hmm. this. There's a lot of like, um, first Andy appearance on fallout boy. That's right. That's right. Um, Oh, we've also done homesick at space camp. I think. I don't think we have. I don't. I don't remember. I think we have. Yes. Well, regardless, <laughs> I think there's only. <clears throat> I think there's only a couple. I think we've done every record. At this song point, from every record. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we have, point, we have, we have, we have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had to have at this point. We're if we hadn't at this point, it would deep, be yeah. It would be so fucked up. It'd be crazy. Yeah. yeah, we have epic. I wonder what we've done the most of. 
Have we looked at that? I analytic? don't know. I don't know how. Like we would have to fucking like count that manually. And I kind of don't want to do that. Yeah, I kind of really don't want to do that. I feel like we've done From Under the Cork Tree. I feel like we only have a couple songs left on that. We've one. done that record a bunch. We've done um, done a lot of songs on that. Our record. Lawyer, Dance, Dance, Sugar, XO, Dark Alley, um, Sophomore Slump, Champagne, Sixteen Candles, XO. Yeah, we've done most of that record. We've done a lot of it. Holy dog. shit! There's yeah. not a lot of Cork Tree left. No. Um. We've done a lot of that. We've done record. music of the misery too. Oh yeah, um, it's not even on that fucking record. Bonus track, boner track, Bo- Ooh. boner track. Which reminds me, this song gives me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. It's a good ass song. Uh, I really like this song. Um, I think it's. Um, I think it's got a really good like soaring quality to it like yeah. i feel like anyone can enjoy this regardless if they like this genre mm-hmm. um like that chorus just it just so, goes um it goes so crazy and we know joe trumpman loves it so much because he can't stop fucking spinning <laughs> in a circle we watched the music video which is a, a classic um tour video yeah yeah your classic which, quick cut tour video which you know there's a lot of them. I love every single one of them. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I don't They're think I'm so capable good. of disliking uh, uh, a quick cut tour video. There's they're uh, they're so charming every single time. This one ends pretty funny. Yeah, the police show up. <laughs> the cops show up to their show, and it, like the 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 video, like there's the performance footage in the video is of them performing it in front of a crowd. Yes. And the crowd is going insane. The crowd loves it. And you listen to the song and you completely get why. Yeah, yeah. Like if very I was small there venue, mm-hmm. I think I I think I saw that it's in Arlington, Texas. Very small venue sold out show. Yeah. Uh cops showed up at the end. It looks yeah, like. cops show up at the end, yeah. Um everyone like there was a guy crowd surfing in the first verse and singing along. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how I knew it was the first verse because he was singing along. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's already crowd surfing. So it's like pretty funny. If I was at that show, I would have also gone insano style. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wonder if they're ever gonna like do like a small venue thing again. It would be so hard to get in. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean they did that when they first came back and only my songs was out. They played at the Tabernacle, mm. which, like, that's, I guess, I guess by their standards, that is small, small now. Yeah, but like the Tabernacle still has like green rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want Fall Out Boy to do a no green room tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get fucking mobbed, dude. Yeah. No. Terrible for everyone's mental health. Yeah. They're touring in like a shitty van too. Hmm. Um. Which I always, I always find very charming mm-hmm. oh. to know that, like... Almost fell over. I know, but now I have my legs back, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can yeah. save yourself. So I can save myself, yeah. Um, it's always very charming to know that, like, they weren't on a bus, like, day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these Fueled by Ramen bands, like, don't really know what it's like to tour in a van, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the bands that swam in Fall Out Boy's Wake... Also, I I don't think they uh, I don't think they they weren't down like that. No, I don't I don't think they experienced that because I think they 
sent in a demo, got signed, and they're like, oh, we're going to put you on the bus with this other band that's on the same tour as you. And they're like, okay, smile. This was also the era of like five to six band tours. Which is... And that was just normal. Fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up to do that. When we're on like a four band tour, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine... Oh my god, that is... It's a lot of bands. Like, it's one thing if it's like a... If it's like an event, like fucking warp Tour. Sure. But, like, just normally, every tour being five or six bands. Yeah. In this genre. Doors at, like, four. Doors at 4 p.m. Or five, yeah. Fucking four, you get out at midnight. Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Seeing six pop-punk bands in a row, most of them ripping <laughs> off Fallout Boy. Get me out of there. Yeah, no. For sure. Maddie went to the Foley tour mm-hmm. in 2008 or 9 whenever it was and it was like <laughs> it was like the academy is cobra starship all time low and then maybe like jimmy world or something like what that like fuck? all four of those bands and then fall out boy <laughs> that's insane <laughs> like that on its own is a tour you know what i mean yeah. like and then fall out boy is just at the end of it you know mm-hmm. Which is kind of playing crazy. their best record, playing their best record, arguably yes, yeah, no. I mean, and you also like. I believe this same year was when, what year is American Idiot? Oh four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, year before this was the. Jimmy World, or sorry, same year as as this song coming out was there was a Jimmy World, Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day tour. Damn that also had two openers <laughs> so like <laughs> you gotta you gotta think about like how uh how how people were touring back in the day and it's just crazy so think about like up. i i don't know if tickets were more expensive relatively to the to the economy back then but know. the show that fallout boys playing in this video looks like you could probably maybe pay like ten dollars to get in mm-hmm. and maybe if you didn't have ten dollars they just let you in anyway yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> looks pretty cool um low ceiling when's the last time you played a, a venue with that low of a ceiling um probably gonna happen very soon <laughs> oh for real <laughs> yeah i mean because we're doing another diy tour in may Trying to think of the last time I played uh, a show with the ceiling that close to me. Um, I guess I, I, I guess when we played JJ's um, back in like almost a year ago, so like February of 2023, we played, played JJ's Railroad Earth. Um, oh wow, a name yeah. I haven't heard in forever. It's still kicking. It's still going. Yeah, holy still going. shit! People are still playing there, but we played there with um, fucking Emperor X. Um, that's crazy which is really funny <laughs> the show was so strange it was um the bill order was sanity please uh, a band that no longer exists but was really good mm-hmm. um us and then emperor x uh and everyone who showed up for the emperor was for the emperor x show and yeah they were not fucking with our shit <laughs> because that's emperor hilarious. x like Emperor X's show is very like intimate. It's just him, right? It's just him the, and a guitar, right? him and a guitar and a fucking um 
like little looper thing. Um, I forget what it's called, but um, so we, we play our fucking big emo songs, and then Emperor X gets up there and does all that. And he was he was super nice. <laughs> yeah, no, he was awesome. Um, that was a, the best part of playing that show was meeting him. But that was in September 2022. That was the last time we played at Railroad Earth. Um, Ceilings are low there. I know that. Ceilings are low as fuck there. Yeah. Insano style. Um, But yeah, low ass ceiling in this Fallout Boy music video. Did you ever get to play Under the Couch? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Under the Couch was Georgia Tech's venue. Mm. And like... You think the ceilings aren't low, and then you're you get on stage, and you're like, I am I am touching the ceiling right now. <laughs> you're like, I am definitely touching the ceiling. I, my head is grazing the roof. Uh the very funny part about Under the Couch was they had a recording studio right next to the stage. Mm. Um, and one time we were like sound checking there. I don't even know if we were really sound checking. I think we were just like setting our shit up for like people to borrow or whatever, mm-hmm. and like. As as we were sound checking, like some motherfucker like walked out of the recording studio, which took like three doors to get out of. Oh my goodness! And was like, <laughs> and was like, if you pussies play another fucking note, and we were like, <laughs> hang on there, buddy. Like, what's up? And he's like, he's like, we're recording in here, and we we're like, all right, man. Like, we've had this show on the books here for like a while. And he was like, he was like, it's not my fault. There's a huge design flaw here. And we were like, all right, man. <laughs> like, There's a huge I design guess, flaw. I guess you're here. right, but like, <laughs> just angrily saying, "There's a huge design flaw." There's a here. huge design flaw here. <laughs> we're like, all right, dude. Um, the fact that this is the second. Uh, the second song on this record, and tell that Mick is the first, mm-hmm. kind of fucking crazy, kind of fire. Um, and then after this, Grand Theft Autumn, and then Saturday. Mm-hmm. What a four track run, dude! What an opening what to an a album. Four track run, and then, uh, you know, we go to Homesick at Space Camp, sending postcards from a plane crash, Chicago, so two years ago. There's a lot of good stuff on this, but that four track run. That's what that's what people love about this record. That's what dreams are made of. I don't know if people love the whole record. I think they think this first the first four songs are amazing. And they're right. Mm-hmm. They're right. The first four songs are fucking amazing. That is true. But uh I think I don't know. I think the rest of the record's great too. Mm-hmm. Like I I really do. I think there's a lot of good songs on it. Um but you know, I don't think I don't think any of it surpasses. Uh, I don't think any of it eclipses, or even really comes close to being as good as the first four songs. Certainly not altogether. Um, I don't think. No. But um, you know, we're yeah. here with this the second of the of that four track run. That's right, Dead on Arrival. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, it's a good song. Let's get into why it's a good song. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That. Um, standout lyrics for you? Uh, that chorus, um, fucking, uh, the songs you grow never, 
the songs you grow to like never stick at first, so I'm writing you a chorus and here is your verse. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and then also, um the the way like they do the the funny one word is two words thing. Um Oh, I love that. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh this conversation's been dead on arrivalry goes so deep and it, it works yeah it's so good it's awesome <laughs> it's great um it's it's really really impressive for like album one you yeah know? um i mean i there's so few lyrics in this one mm-hmm. it's another example of just like Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity, man. There's every, every line is so I, good. I, I really love this is side one, flip me over. I know I'm not your favorite record. I think that's I think that's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's very it's very I'm not sweet. your favorite record. <laughs> it's very it's very friend zoned. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very friend zoned pilled, but you know. It's it's, but it's, all right. it's charming. I, yeah, I'm that's right. charmed by the you're only saying that because of recency bias. Yeah, you're we right. We just listened to it. <laughs> you're right. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's recency bias, and I hate Fall Out Boy now. Oh, cool. So, cool. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Do you... Uh, <laughs> have you heard, like, a million local bands cover this song? No. I feel like we just had very different DIY experiences. Covers aren't as common now. I know. It, with the shows it's I go so to. It's so crazy. Which I'm thankful for because if, most of the time, because if the, if the band's music is really good, I want to hear them play their music. Right, of course. A good cover can be hype as fuck though. Like Big Yellow for a while um, covered um, a Tyler the Creator song. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it went so crazy. Which one? Um, I think it was New Magic Wand. No Yeah, shit. it was New Magic Wand. They covered They covered that for a while. And every time they did, it was so crazy. Oh, man. Um, we did Tachyon by Death Grips once. <laughs> I think I've said that on this show, though. We did Fruit Salad by The Wiggles. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You told me that. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a call. Okay. This is a, this is a new form of uh, comedy on this podcast. Who are you calling? I'm calling Brayden from the band Fury and Few. Okay. Oh, they're, they're, they're great. I hope he answers. That would be embarrassing if he didn't. <laughs> that would really suck. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> it's not looking good. Come on, Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> Raiden, please. What's up, Raiden? I'm around to get your call. Leave a message and I'll call you back. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to leave a message. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Brayden, um, you're on This Ain't a Scene. It's a podcast right now. Um, I just wanted to ask you how many times you and I at shows together heard bands covered Dead on Arrival by Fall Out Boy. <laughs> and also, I was wondering, uh, did your band ever do it? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, I feel like that that is something that definitely maybe could have happened. Yeah. Is, is Braden's old band, uh, Sugar on the Dashboard. Good band name. Uh, yeah, sure. It, it's phonetically pleasing. It's very phonetically pleasing. Yeah. 
You say it and you're like, that's a band. Sugar on the dashboard. Sugar on the dashboard. Sugar on the dashboard. Me when sugar is on the dashboard. I'm going to call someone during every... Every episode we During every tonight. backlog episode, yes. Okay. That's how everyone will know it's a backlog episode, is if I call somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard this song covered a million times. Damn. And uh, it's just so surprising to me that, like... I also feel like you started playing shows at an old, older age than I started playing shows. Yeah. Because I started playing shows at, like, 15. I started at 22. Okay. Well, that is also a big difference, yeah. is... There was like like there were bands in our scene that like exclusively did covers. Well, technically, well, twenty one like had one I song. I hadn't turned twenty two yet, um, because it, it was like right before. Still, I think every, I think like once I turned twenty one, like pretty much every show is all originals. Yeah, um, well, I mean we we did two covers at our first few shows, just because um. The only material we had was Greetings from Bummer Hill. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're listening and you love that album, thank you. I don't yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's pretty good. That was our. Well, I, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it at all. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I think our our set list looked like um, Welcome Home, Why Am I So Tired, uh. Maybe I think Cheap Thrills was after that. I can check actually. I have a bootleg live Welcome recording. Home by Coheed and Cambria and Cheap Thrills by Sia. Exactly, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um we uh Yeah, I have the set list. Um Welcome Home, Why Am I So Tired, Cheap Thrills, uh Heathers by Surf Curse, All Right, You and Me Before, Between Four Walls, My Boy, Twin Fantasy by Car Seat Headrest, and then we closed it with <laughs> bad news. And that was that That's was awesome. That was what our set list looked like for a while. That's awesome. Um, so we did two covers because of lack of material. Because there's yeah. we we've played, um, the day we no longer speak one time, and never again. <laughs> Interesting. Um, it's a weird little song, and it's hard to make work live, and we don't want to make it work live. I see. One time I watched Stay Here cover Under Oath. That's really that funny. Cra- that was pretty crazy. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I love Stay Here, but they're not an Under Oath style band. Ian did vocals too. Oh, that's <laughs> Ian funny. was like the guest vocalist. That's it was awesome. awesome. Um, it was a fun time. Yeah. But I was, I had to be 21 by then. Yeah. Something like that. I was either 21 or 22. Deep, you, would, you would crush the, the ending of that. With it's your, fine. It's not. It's already fucked up. You're, wait, really? Yeah, that's the fucked up one. This one? No, that one. Oh. You're going to land right on that end. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine now. I moved it. Oh, good, good. We're so awesome. (laughs) Um,. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say about this song. I'm I'm really like impressed with the the little intricacies that they throw in there, especially coming off the heels of listening to uh an evening out track with which doesn't have anything going on. Sure. Um, yeah. Like this this track it there's like two hooks mm-hmm. in this track. Like the um the bridge, like the the pre-chorus and the chorus are both hooks. Yeah. Um 
between me and this loss of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and then and then the actual chorus hit. And then the actual chorus. And it's chorus. even catchier. So sick. That's not like an intricacy, that's just like something that I really like. But like And also Andy Hurley going crazy. Yeah. Crazy he, motherfucker. He goes fricko mode over this. He goes fricko. Yeah. Um I he really throws in a lot of um, cool embellishments and shit like that. Um, makes this track very easy to re-listen to, as I did like seven times, mm. something like that. Um, the uh, there's a lot of like rhythmic change-ups as well that you like that just very blow right past yeah. you. Um, very like almost like I just like it. It gets you a. Uh, gets you real hype Mm -hmm. it's like a breakdown yeah and you know how much i love those yeah it's like um there's just so much to like about this song and how it's constructed um you can really tell they put a lot of care into the songwriting aspect Mm -hmm. of this song not just trying to find a cool riff or a catchy vocal melody they were really focused on how the structure of this would work and it pays off um because it's it's a good goddamn song. It's a great goddamn it's a good, song. It's a great goddamn song. It was on Rock Band 1, I think. Hell yeah. Maybe Rock Band 2? She rocked my band. I don't know. Regardless, it was on Rock Band, and it was very fun to play. Yeah. It was a fun song to play. It's where I first heard it, actually. Wow. Playing Rock Band. Tar Hero and Rock Band is where I heard a lot of music for the first time. First time I heard Fall of Troy. First time I heard Pat Benatar. Are you a big Pat Benatar head? Not really, but you know she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's her song? Um, Heartbreaker. But she has another one, right? Uh, Heartbreaker's the one I know. Is that on Guitar Hero World Tour? On one of them, mm. either that one or Legends of Rock. Um, first place I heard. I think hit me with your best shot. That's her other one, right? I think so. Yeah, I think Hit Me With Your Best Shot is on Legends of Rock. First time I heard Cliffs of Dover. Ooh. And that was on... Great I remember it being really, really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard song. Um, Eric Johnson's a crazy motherfucker. You gotta scroll all the way down to the to the... The little piece of paper on Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock to get to that one. It's awesome. Um, I wonder if I would get any enjoyment out of playing that game. I I've been thinking about because um, I I downloaded Clone Hero recently. Oh. Um, and for those who don't know, Clone Hero is Guitar Hero on the computer, but you can download uh, other songs that weren't in Guitar Hero games as well. Mm. You can also download all the songs that were ever in Guitar Hero games. Um, but uh, users can make their own charts for songs like there's a couple of origami angel charts and they're absurd <laughs> yeah there's um, Dowboys charts for sure yeah there's Dowboys charts um i feel like i feel like no meme clone hero would be like if you were joining a band clone hero charts would be a great way to remember the structure of songs without yeah. having to think about like how you're gonna play things you can also do drums on clone hero and oh. there are some charts that are really accurate. Like, Damn. so you would, um, unironically, Clone Hero is not a bad way to learn drums. Huh. 
because if you Son can, of a gun. yeah, if you got like a a five pad setup, um, and there's some that you can like switch it around so you can put the snare like between your legs and like um have two toms off to the side and then a hi hat uh to your left and then a cymbal off to the right. Like you can change, you can do that. And like I saw someone play a chart of Ignorance by Paramore recently, and it was spot on. Damn. Like you're not gonna get um nuances like fucking uh doing shit with the hi hat with your foot because there's not a hi hat pedal I don't think, but there's a kick. There's a kick. Yeah. There's a kick. Um, when you get behind a real drum kit, you can figure out the hi hat pedal shit. Yeah. Well, like if you if you've got enough limb independence to manage the kick and do all the rest of the shit by that point you'll be fine so like if you're looking to learn drums and oh, you, here we go you can't afford a, a do you call you back yeah i did hang on <laughs> we're so back but yeah if you can't afford drums look in a clone hero yo hey did you did you listen to my voicemail i did i, I left you one Oh yeah, I, I haven't listened to yours yet. We're still on the podcast. Hello. What, yo, what's up? <laughs> you're 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 currently on air. Oh wow, I am. Okay, it's hey. not live. Um, Hello world. <laughs> yeah, it's not live. We're we're just we're just recording. Uh, I've never done one of these before. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how many uh how many times do do you think? Uh, you heard a dead on arrival cover at like local shows that we played. Oof. I I feel like I heard it at least twice. And I wanna say that do you remember the band Tyler Talks to Doors? Yes, holy shit. That is a I, hell I don't of think a name. they did it. <laughs> Tyler That's talks the name to that doors. comes up. I don't know why. But I think they did. Dude, Tyler Talks to Doors. It, it that is such a crazy throwback. Oh, I know. Yeah, I I think it was them. Are you sure it wasn't Full Net? Oh, that might Full Net too. Might have been. Yeah, not yet. They're both pop punk bands. Yeah, Tyler talks to Doors was a little more like theatrical, but they were. Yeah, they they did some Weezer too. I remember. Dude, I was there for the Weezer that Tyler Talks to Doors did. But I feel like I feel like maybe it was Tyler Talks to Doors and Full Net and Tyler Talks to Doors did the Weezer thing and then Full Net did the Dead on Arrival cover. Maybe that's what it was cuz they're they, I remember they were both like it was like a pop punk band. And I, yeah. I thought Tyler Talks to Doors like a bunch of times. Full Net I don't think I saw like once or twice and maybe they didn't play it when I saw them. Po- quite possibly. Um, I feel like Tyler Talks to Doors was on every bill we played at his rock. Yeah, it was like Tyler Talks to Doors, Dot 22. Dot 22, yeah, I was going to say that. Crash Town Molly, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, uh, I was just talking to Dawson about how uh, like the local, the local music scene doesn't really do covers like our scene used to. Oh, dude, no. They don't anymore. Like, I don't know. I feel like back then you were doing it, like, you know, like, for a reason. You were, like, trying to show people, like, what you liked. I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And it was a Weezer. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, though. That was definitely a gnarly one. Now we're so old, dude. 
I know. Don't point two with you, Stacey's mom. I remember that. Oh my gosh! Of course. All right. This the rest of the podcast will just turn into me and you doing this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up. But thank you for the good old times. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Smile. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. That was a that was a good little bit there. I like that. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. Shout out Fury and Few. Good band. Um. That is, yeah. That's really funny. the The amount of like band names you were just throwing out there that I have never. Yeah, heard of. no, for sure. Tyler talks to doors was one. Uh, was a particular one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna name bands. Uh, name of bands that we used to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, for all I know. Uh, awesome hours. Awesome hours. Sanction the radio. What the hell? <laughs> it was times were tough back then, man. <laughs> I, yeah, it's so crazy how much the scene has changed since then. Yeah, because I um for my it's like us in the funeral portrait that are still kicking. Honestly, basically, like for my um YouTube channel, I have a uh private Instagram account that I don't post on that I use to follow as many. Atlanta bands and artists that I can find. I'm over 400. Wow. And most of them are not from y'all's period. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean like yeah. There's there's no way that some of those bands survived. That's just the way it goes. I mean like Like Mike is still around, which is crazy. Like Mike. Like Mike. I think they're still around. Me when I'm like Mike. Like Mike was they've been around for forever they might have been a band for like 15 years now but i mean i guess cowboys is almost at eight so we're gonna hit eight this year all right well um (laughs) enough about me getting old uh old old bitch you're an old bitch i do want to listen to what the voicemail brayden sent to me brayden moment this is a certified Braden moment. It's not picking up on think, Dead on Arrival specifically. I want to say the shows that we... It was basically, it was basically <laughs> what he, he just said on the phone. Awesome. He <laughs> did that transcription thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's rate this thing. Yeah. Um, Fart. Eight. I'm going to go with an eight as well. Yeah. This is just a... Or a fart out of ten. Yeah. Um, quite same thing. That. But this is just a pretty classic example of... Like, th- this is this is pop punk if it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's it's easy for me to forget that it can be good just because I've heard so much, like, derivative dog-ass shit. And mm-hmm. then you get mm-hmm. to a song like this and you're like, all right. You can cook in any genre. Yeah. Um, and they, they definitely cooked here. Um, love this song. Uh, super catchy. Um, I think uh, the, it still sounded really good when they played it recently. Yeah, we watched a recent live video. Um, so, like, I'm glad that they're keeping this one around because this is uh, this is a good fucking song. And I love it smile yay um 
But hey, we're at that point in the podcast. Does it feel like it's been going for an hour, basically? Um, we're at that point where I have to plug all of our shit at you, uh, dear listener, and then we'll spin the wheel and we'll record two more episodes. <laughs> but um, yay! Yahoo! <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening, if you're not listening, then um, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, God, uh, fuck you. Um, follow our bands. Anthony Fantano just followed mine. Um, at the Callous Dow Boys on Instagram, at Callous Dow Boys on Twitter, at Bummer Hill on Instagram, at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter. Uh, follow the podcast at the Dreaded Wheel. Subscribe to our Patreon for bonus episodes um and nothing else yet <laughs> we think of something else we'll tell you yep but um for five dollars a month you can get more of us uh and sometimes more of our guests if they want to stick around for that yes 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 um but i think that's everything so uh, mm-hmm. let's let's spin this damn ass wheel see what we got to talk about now it's going And oh, no! God damn it, ladies I, and gentlemen, we got irresistible. I didn't appreciate Lover Week enough. I didn't appreciate it enough. No, you didn't. It was here, and now it's gone. <laughs> and now it's gone. Now we got to go back to Hater Week. God damn it! Uh, fuck, fuck, dude. Okay, well. Join us next week to hear us talk about Irresistible and its corresponding remix. Who's on that remix? I forgot about the remix. Too. Yeah, we got to do that too. <laughs> I hate my stupid dog shit life. I hate dude. my stupid dumbass life. I hate this thing I did to myself. <laughs> Hang on, make America psycho again. Still one of the worst album names. Really ever. bad, yeah. Oh. Whoa. Who's on it? Migos. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, it might be good, actually. Oh, Carson just dropped the fucking microphone. I mean, nothing's going to be as bad as falling out the coop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, join us next time to hear us talk about that. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>